is that fucking 12 on me On me On me I'm just trying to make it home on me What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Floaty Cast. This is episode eight. Uh, shout out Mike Morton, his intro song, uh, 12 on me. That's our intro for today. That's pretty sick. Um, but we do have a special co host today. Uh, Mark couldn't make it, he's got his things going on. But uh, Hunter Butler, I guess if you are a guest on this podcast, you eventually become a co host for a day. Hunter Butler is here <laughs> for us. And uh, Hunter, how you doing, man? I haven't. Talk to you in person since your episode, which, by the way, great episode. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, what's up, Floaty Cast? Uh, I'm I'm chilling. I'm I'm bored as ever. Uh, there's literally absolutely nothing to do in the town of Tallahassee. They've actually been passing new laws like requiring masks, and I assume the uh, the stay at home order will be coming soon with all the uh new cases so i've been kind of just chilling because i have asthma so i don't want to like die from this so i've just been chilling at home uh working out eating good food and just trying to get ready for the school year for what a, a weird school year we're going to be going into but I'm trying to get ready for it for sure man scott what's up with you buddy uh not much you know uh doing the day the day grind going to work every day trying to not go out as much as possible same as always uh uh same as you though hunter they're passing the uh mask law it goes into effect tomorrow for us so uh, we got that but i've been trying to chill at home anyhow um been playing not so much tcg been playing a lot of vgc recently though so i'm hype on that uh but that's about it for me yeah Just, oh i've uh, been playing showdown too i feel you on the vgc stuff <laughs> Bro, I, me too i haven't been I haven't been playing VGC 2020, but I play uh, OU and I play Gen 8 National decks. I play some Ubers too. I'll, I'll play VGC occasionally, but like I, I like the other formats. They're like doesn't know too much about Showdown, but they have these uh, formats which are developed by letters that just say like which Pokemon are allowed. So there's like 20, 30 Pokemon per format, and that's all you get. You can go lower, but you can never go higher. So. It's really cool, like, dynamic, how you can, like, switch metagames and also play with, like, basic Pokemon. Like, they have little cups, so you could play, like, with, uh, you know, a Sobble or, or a, uh, you know, the Caterpie or something, you know, like baby Pokemon. So, Showdown's super dope. If, if you guys, anybody out there listening, if you've never checked out Pokemon Showdown, it's free and it's the easiest way to get into VGC, for, for sure, sure, for sure. Yeah, you don't uh, I'd be to. grinding that UU a lot, though, Hunter. Like, I'm all about that UU format. Not even going to front. UU's fire. Guess what? Today, literally, Aegislash got banned from UU today, bro. Oh, so good. Can't even have it no more. Yeah, bro. It, it was honestly, if, if if there's anybody who knows anything about uh, Showdown, it's like, it's one of the only steel Pokemon in there, number one. And uh, it's like, has like the highest, I'm pretty sure it has the highest attack and uh, highest defense in the tier. So it's like super good Pokemon, but they banned it today just because it's too good. People were just running like swords, like YOLO swords dance, and you just literally just open it, 
double its attack and literally just run through your opponent's team. So they had to get rid of it, unfortunately. There was no good check to it. Bro, I remember when I was playing X and Y when I was deployed, um, I had a edge slash and I just like Eevee trained it with its uh attack all the way up and its defense. And then I was like, why doesn't anybody play this? But I didn't know anything. So I was just like, this thing is so nope. good. I do swords dance once and then just knock out everything. Everybody was playing it in XY, bro. <laughs> oh, see, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Age Slash, honestly, is one of... First of all, like, Age Slash is one of the dopest looking Pokemon. Like, it's literally a sword and a shield, number one. Facts. Number two, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the only ghost and steel type. I'm pretty sure there's not another one. So it's like... It's like a unique oh, typing God. only known to him. So he's just Aegislash super dope. And when he's shiny, he's like gold and red. Yeah, he kind of looks like a like a yeah, super, sure. super sick. Aegislash is a sick Pokemon. For sure. Are you saying he kind of looks like he should have been the mascot for Sword and Shield? <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> they should have they should have made him a legendary. They should have just said screw right? screw Zacian. Like, all right, listen, listen. I'm all listen, I'm all down for video games, right? Like I love it. I'm not gonna trash on the video games, but like I feel like the legendaries after the second gen have got progressively worse. Like almost all of them, they're just like, dude, Eternatus. Literally, I don't even know what it looks like. I don't even know what it is. It's just like it's just a thing. It looks just like, this floating thing. It looks like a dark, dark Rick, Mega Rayquaza, bro. No, That's bro. what they made. Have it you ever into. played? Have you ever played Star Fox sixty four? I have not played Star Fox sixty four. But you know the graphic style, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so imagine a dragon inside of Star Fox 64, and that's exactly what Eternatus is. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Like, they just, like, they probably had a sprite from the 64 era, and they're like, what is this? I don't know. It looks kind of cool. Let's put it in the new games. That's fine. <laughs> Swear. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of new games, um, so last week, or last time on our podcast, we talked about... Uh, what was going to come up in the next Pokemon Presents. And we were like, oh, it's going to be Let's Go Johto or Diamond and Pearl Remake or something. Nah, it was Pokemon Unite. And that was it. That was all they announced. And it's like, I don't really play League of Legends. I mean, that's what Pokemon Unite is. It's Pokemon League of Legends. I don't play those kind of games. I don't really care about it. I might try it if it's free, but uh, I don't remember. Definitely not. Listen, if it's anything about Pokemon, it's not free. <laughs> Nothing is free. Showdown, that's in that advertisement before. Pokemon Showdown, not affiliated with Pokemon, is the only thing that's free in Pokemon. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. God. So uh, I will not be dabbling in no, what'd y'all call it? MOBA? MOBA, yeah. yeah I think uh, that's what it's called, the MOBA game. MOBA online. Multi online Multi battle something. Arena. Battle yeah. arena, yeah. Uh, that sounds fine, yeah. Like, I missed the presents. I woke up late, and then I saw what it was afterwards. I was like, okay. All you know, right. Unrelated to a game, though, I am excited because that means that there's probably going to be another addition to the World Championships. Oh, so there'll be even cool. more people, and it'll be even even bigger convention, right? Because the more things we can get under one roof, the more exciting the time will be. And I mean... I don't even play that. What's a? How do you pronounce it? The Tekken Pokin? Pokemon game. Pokin? Pokin. I don't play Pokemon, but when I was at Worlds last year, I'm talking that was the most hyped I've ever been watching anything. Was watching people get wrecked on that game on the big screen, right? So I'm excited that there's another game they're bringing out. 
Um, it's going to invite more people and get more people excited about Pokemon because, I mean, everybody eventually switches to the TCG anyhow, so it's just going to grow us. Yeah. I remember uh, when I was at Internet, that's the biggest tournament I ever went to when uh, Hunter went top eight with Stunfist. Not a big deal. Um, watching, the, <laughs> watching, watching the video or the VGC dudes on the other side, just like when a dude gets a KO, they're just like, Oh my God. I'm like, bro, they're hyped. What? Yo, listen, there, there were points like when I was like 11 and 12, when, no you know, I was, I was playing TCG, right? I did all right. But when you would go over it, like, cause they never did like the streams at regionals. The only way you're streaming a VGC is at like Worlds at this point. Yeah. I don't even think there was a stream at Nationals for VGC. But when you would get, when you would see that screen and something would die, it would go so, I remember as a jet just being like, oh my God, like what is going on over there? Like TCG right card oh he countered him but like vgc they're like screaming like they're in a freaking overseas soccer game <laughs> yeah, <know>? dude. <laughs> just in that uh, that's one thing i hate um did they have was sword sword and shield was legal during uh internets at uh what was the last one oceana it was legal there right that was the game they were using yeah. That was the first could Sword you, and Shield tournament. Could you imagine that, like, battles, the gym stadium theme song going with everybody in the crowd just going nuts? Bro, bro, after, after I started out, like, 3-1 or, or maybe it was, like, 2-1 or something. And, I, like, I was in a bad mood because the way I lost the way I lost the first game. And literally, I'm just, I remember playing this guy, totally just waxing him. I'm just watching, like, Tyranitar, Dynamax, and do all this stuff. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even paying attention. I'm like, yo, dude, this guy, this guy's got a freaking road and wash. It just grew, like, 60 times. I'm trying to watch that. <laughs> Bro, I could just imagine, especially NAIC, because it's, like, the biggest tournament every year. It would have been insane to watch that. But, I will uh, say this though, the livest, the livest TCG crowd, and there was only like, honestly, there's only like 30 Americans. It was when uh, Azul was playing against Diego in the finals, Buzzrock Mirror, like I think it was like 2018 LAIC or whatever. Yeah. Yo, it was the, that was the livest crowd that I had ever been a part of because there was only like, like I said, like 20 or 30 of us, probably less than 30, honestly, like 20 of us rooting for Azul, and then there's like. 400 500 bazillion screaming <laughs> for this diego guy so it was literally it was it was insane it was i don't know if you ever watched the uh if you ever watched the uh whatchamacallit where they like replay it the vod the video yeah, thing yeah. the the crowd is just so wild on that one and we all walked out after zool lost it was a sad day <laughs> it was like your, your your favorite team at like a football game or something you're just like Fuck, oh man. my it was i didn't listen i didn't even know azul like that but i played buzz rock with all the boys me igor danny jimmy azul like i got i got put onto that train just because i've known danny and igor so i was just friends with them they were like oh yeah whatever we're gonna play this we don't care you can you can know it and i never wanted anybody to win more than myself than azul that day because that guy was just drawing the stones for no reason like azul's doing all the right plays this guy's misplaying like multiple times on stream and as well just getting screwed by judge calls and slow oh. plays like i didn't want i didn't want anybody to win more than azul you know than myself that time that was probably the one time i was like man you know what Azul really you know like hunter really deserved this one but this time i was like azul really deserved this <laughs> <Yeah>. one <laughs> this um, is the one 
That was crazy. <laughs> I remember that match too. I watched it on stream. Um, that was. We don't have to go into too much detail on that. But what I do got to go into detail. Y'all like my segues today? I'm I'm buzzing, boys. I, I'm on it. Uh, so we got this. We got this dope merch lineup. Shout out to Scott and his boy. What's that guy's name? K Snow. Kevin Snow. Merch going crazy. Keith, yeah, Keith. Keith, Keith Snow. Sorry. Shout out to Keith oh, Snow. Keith Maybe. Snow did your stuff? That's my, yeah, that's Keith my guy. It's his design, bro. It's bro, my man, my man's hit it up with like, I wanted like a shirt that was like, kind of like a metal band shirt, but for Pokemon. So like, I told Scott, I was like, hey, if you can get me a distorted Grim Snarl that looks metal as fuck, and then like some metal... Metalcore lettering that's kind of cheesy, but like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And then he did the merch or the, the picture, sent it in. We put it on Streamlabs, bro. It's hot, bro. It, it's so good. It's so good. What's up? <laughs> so I just want to plug that in. It's on Streamlabs. If you've watched any of my streams, you've seen it there. Go pick up some. I had to plug that out real quick. Go get that merch, man, for that for that stuff sells out. You yeah. Know I mean? go, get, go get the drip. Yeah, go get that drip, bro. And they get you some like teal colored uh shoes to match it talk to hunter though he's got the plug on that nike nike sb diamond lows are like two bands but they're the be most beautiful teal <laughs> shoe you've ever seen in your life see i told you you had the plug on that <laughs> so there you go that's my little plug for the merch and then scott we announced earlier floatykalday.com is out um it is live and you can get merch there so it's pretty dope some icy dice. For real, you know everybody needs to pick. Yeah, everybody needs to pick up at least one of those dice because they are as crystal clear as ice cubes. It's wild. I can't yeah, get bro. over it. You can, uh, oh, y'all got some dice too? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Y'all ain't trying to throw me some dice for the sponsorship. Come on now. Throw me <laughs> TC ain't ever throw me no dice. I mean, hey, we'll shout out to TC. It. I love your products, but y'all ain't ever throw me no dice. So, you know what it is? Forty cats. It's up. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, bro. We might, we might, since you, uh, since you, since you hollered at this uh, podcast, being a co-host, we might throw you some dice. Uh, you got to talk to Scott. I need though. payment. Oh, oh, you, you need payment? I'm just I mean, kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm such a cloud muncher, I need that. I'm not trying to get you to switch teams or anything, but if you're talking about payment, you're on the wrong team right now. You know we sponsor Team <laughs> Right. Hey man, you know what I'm saying? We rebuilding. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all are retooling, bro. You ain't rebuilding. Yeah, we, gonna, we things are happening. Y'all gonna y'all gonna make I some mean, moves. You got a year probably. I gotta I gotta always represent Team Scythe, you know. That's who we sponsored to begin with. So if you're trying to make the jump to Team Scary Psyduck, maybe we could talk about a payment, but not right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's our shameless plug on merch and our uh, trying to sell Hunter to to Team Scythe. Sell my soul for some dice, man. If you, if you want Hunter to get some dice, man, y'all go buy some merch. And then put, we don't need some code like Hunter 5 or something. So we know, so we know that the dice are coming in. For everybody, who, for everybody who buys any merch from either one of us, if you put Hunter 5 in the comments, you probably won't get a discount because I don't know how to set that up. But for every Hunter 5 I see, I will throw Hunter for dust. <laughs> Bro, watch you get like five. Go ahead, people go ahead and get that, man. Just go ahead and clock in and get that merch now. Go get that gym. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boy. So, um, 
for some online tournament hunter how much how much have you been following in like standard at all i know last time you talked about just doing old format stuff yeah um i'm playing a little bit more standard now than i than i was um just because pure boredom's sake at this point like i'm, I'm running out of things to do there's nothing to do and so i was like you know what i'm gonna take some of my good friend and teammate mike morton's lists off of our account that he'd been working on uh like some crushing hammer dragapult um i, I mentioned briefly before the co uh, podcast about the Intellion, Fossils, Giratina, Theon, BS deck. No leaks. Uh, just <laughs> something to tear up the tear up the fiends with on ladder. But you know, I'm I'm really excited for the new set. The new set, uh, and well, just for competitive Pokemon in general to to get started, so that you know I can start really, you know, getting down to business and really like putting in the time because it's really hard to put in the time when there's no like end goal right now. Yeah, you know, for sure. Um. But like some some things that have happened since we were last here, uh, Darkbox won Azul subscriber list or a subscriber tournament, which was insane. But I guess there was a lot of Dragapult in that, so it was like an appropriate meta call. Yeah, I definitely listen. I can't lie. Like it's nice for Spiritomb to finally like get his own glory, you know? Because I'm I am a lover of Spiritomb and. Uh, didn't really get to play in the online tournaments because I didn't play in any of the limitless ones just because me and Mike share an account and I wanted Mike wanted to play more than me so yeah. I said hey look yeah man you go ahead and take it but I'm glad that Spiritomb finally got like some recognition because it is a very strong card and the, the meta just was never supporting enough for it and finally the meta came around to where Spiritomb could be like a tier 1.5 close to tier 1 deck. Yeah, it is. It, it it was in a good spot because uh, if you play it right, like your boy Luke and what's that other guy's name? Kevin, Kevin Kruger, is that his name? Is he with you? Yeah, I, no, no, no. Kevin isn't with us, but Luke's list is like been an iteration of Mike's list. Like uh, Mike played, Mike played it at Worlds 2019, and I played it at the Open in 2019. And uh, I've we've been messing with it ever since. But Mike has never put the deck down. So anytime that there's a tournament, you know, what about in the messenger? There's always a what about Spiritomb? <laughs> every, every every time. Well, and Luke, <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then Luke, Luke really liked the deck. And Kiernan and uh, Kiernan and Nick also, uh, other two members, they also really liked Spiritomb. So I think our group just in general really just <laughs> uh, enjoys special energy decks, especially. Spirit team. So those guys just really put in a lot of games with it and figured out like exactly what they wanted. And Luke did pretty well. And so did, I, I believe Kevin. Did they have the same list or or? I think they I had think it close, it was like right? A fifty-eight mirror. I I know Kevin didn't have the cryogonal in it. I don't think. I know. Yeah, cryogonal so busted. Oh my god, so and, good. Uh, yeah. I must have stared at that list for like twenty minutes, thinking why the cryogonal, and then all of a sudden, like as if. Facebook was reading my mind. His like ad for the the vod came up. Like if you were wondering why Cragnal's useful, this is why. And I watched that video and I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Because you can. Why he's a better player than I am? Because I never saw that. You can get it down to thirty HP and do that thing for like seventy, bro. 
or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, you can you can punch for a, you can punch for a lot. It's amazing against Mill, right? Because they yeah. can't really set up. They can't really use what they want to do. It's also kind of good against Zacian ADP, just because they had a lot of or even Combosation have a ton of items, uh-huh. and it makes it really simple for you to get to that um, evil tall number because it's in increments of ten. Yeah. So four attacks. Boom! Now I can bomb something after locking it for a while. Right, that's yeah, it's pretty good. I I just like my favorite thing is to pick off. Uh, I I play Dragapult a lot. We'll get into that in a minute when I talk about my heater I went on this past week. But uh, I play <laughs> I play Dragapult hammers, and um, I like picking off like bad Spiritune players because they don't know the proper ways to build spite, or they'll build spite, leave it down to five. I take two prizes. It's fine. But uh, when I get up, get up against good uh, Spiritune players, I'm like, well, I hate you because I don't know how to play that deck. So, like, <laughs> and then Literally, they- the play is bench your Spiritune. Don't use the ability. Right. Literally, on the turn that you're going to turn up, you're just like, bench Jinx, bench Jinx, move them over, kill your, take your three prizes. Right. Like, you don't. If you're going to put five damage counters on me for free, I'm going to let you do that. Or you can yeah. put three on me for free or whatever. Like, But I'm never going to, you know, or at least you shouldn't. You shouldn't be benching your spirit to and like, oh, I'm going to put one counter on it. Putting one counter on it is too many. Some do. It needs to have, <laughs> Some people it needs do. To have zero. <laughs> and, uh, but I guess that's a good segue in uh, my little heater. So this past week I played three yeah, three online tournaments, and the first one I played in was Hexter TCGs. And guys, when I tell you I luck sacked in the top eight, <laughs> so I was on str- I was play- streaming this event, and like there was five rounds. The only two games I played, I won or I lost, and then I got two people dropped to put me at two and two, and I got a buy, which somehow squeezed me into top eight, and then I won my <laughs> top eight match. It was top four, <laughs> and I was like, okay, that that was easy. <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. And then, so, uh, wait, you lost your way to top eight. Yeah, I lost my way to top eight. But I won, I won in the top four, though. <laughs> but that's fine. That happened. But the next two, we ran it back with, uh, uh, shout out Justin Lambert. He sent me a better Dragapult Hammers list. And I proceeded to run train, uh, go three and zero, double ID into top eight, and then body my top eight opponent, body my top four opponent, and then get bounced in the finals. And then the same thing happened the next day. But a sweet meme came out where I like got really hyped after a wicked top four matchup, and like nose dove on my bed with the goal horn sound. <laughs> it was insane. You gotta watch it. It was absolutely insane. But uh, how do you feel about the uh, Dragapult versus Picaron matchup? I get like at least in my group, there's a lot of discrepancy on w- whether people think it's good or whether they think it's not good. I feel like it's a like a lot of people don't know which side of the card they're on as far as is Pika a better deck or is Dragapult a better deck. I I feel like in that matchup, it's um, it's definitely Picaron favored. Uh, they have. No, it totally is, bro. Like, if you don't, if you, you don't, know what huh? No, no. As long as you hit, as long as you hit two, no, as long as you deny two energy, period. That yeah, is that's what I was, that's what I was getting to. Is like, if you don't hit any hammers, because you got to think about that scenario. If you don't hit any hammers, you're behind already. 
and then and then you got to try and stamp plant prey no you don't even really though because like i mean if you're playing correct dragapult right which has lots of switch options lots of melolana right and it has op- the the ability to just go get the energy denial giratina whenever you want because they're going to play down speed energy right if you're playing the correct way right you should be going you know to hit the picaram i already set up the one hit on you know the whatever other gx it is you see what i'm saying like it's it's not that you're taking two knockouts they're trying to take two knockouts but you're retreating and malolining like they can't hit the numbers without bolton and as long as you just take out the bolton before it becomes an issue you're fine but but like i have hit zero i have hit zero hammers and just giratina giratina and they're still behind like i think it's favorable for dragapult I, I, I think it's like 70, I, 30, I, I think that I, I don't know about that. I think it's more of a you can't skip a beat any turn. You can't. You can't afford to be so he, down a turn. Here's my thing. I think number one, it depends on what energy they attach for turn one. Like if they're attaching a speed energy to the active or even to or even to like bench Pika, like the Pika they're gonna attack with. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like they're already at a disadvantage if that if their first energy they place is special. Yeah, um, for sure. But I think a lot of lists have like just totally cut Raichu out of the board or out of the list, or um, you know, or don't opt to use Raichu. They'd rather use the Bolton. But I think pe- there are some people that straight up just go, "I'm going to full blitz," and then there are some people that use the Bolton. I actually think the Bolton way probably is a better way for you to at least like get a one shot out of Dragapult. If you're able to like use Bolton, use Coco, attach for turn correctly, you're not going to die instantly. Like you're going to get two shot, and by the time that you've already gotten smacked, you know you probably have enough energy with Electric Powers to take a kill. And then you can go into something like whether Raichu or Pika. But a lot of these players will just go, I'm, all right, cool. Full on Pika, right? Even, you know, sometimes they'll get the turn one full blitz with like speed energy, Coco plus uh, either like energy switch or Thunder Mountain. Uh-huh. And then you're just like, all right, cool. Uh, hit a crushing hammer. All right, cool. Giratina, boom. Hit you for, hit you for 130. I got a psychic energy on me so that you hit for 20 back. Yeah. And those games, you're almost going to always win. But I think, in my opinion, I think Dragapult is just slightly favored. If, if both parties are at the same skill level and playing correctly, I feel like Dragapult's just a little bit more favored just because you have the stamp plant and then you have things like Mew and Fion to like <clears throat> Mew to stop tag bolt, Fion to stop them from like making you take knockouts when you want to be spreading damage around. Yeah. These types of things. I, uh, I don't play Malolana in my list and actually I haven't even I don't think I've even seen a Dragapult Hammers list with Malolana, but now that you think of, or now that you mentioned it, Scott, it does sound kinda good, but I'll just have a hard time fitting it into the list that I got because mine's so janky. Yeah. So, I mean I've been running a Malolana tool scrapper since before time began. Yeah, that See, is, I have that no, is true. I have no tool scrapper, no Malolana, no Marnie. No, I have none oh, of that. you run Cynthia? Are you I run, I run four Cynthia, four Sycamore, two bosses, orders, and Eldegoss. Uh, sir, some people don't know what Sycamore is. It's, uh, it's research. No, just oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> it's 2020, I, I meant to, What I meant to say was I play four Junipers. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> fact, fact, fact. And then you play uh, four Oaks Theory, too. Yeah, yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Oaks Theory? 
That's not. Is that not draw seven oaks? No, no, it's shuffles draw six. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. instead of Cynthia, yeah, I definitely yeah. like. Honestly, you know what? I like Cynthia better than Oak, but I, Juniper right. is definitely the best one. Don't have. Oh, oh, bro, hundred <laughs> percent. If I'm running expanded tournament, bro, Juniper's are going in. No question. If you have Sycamores or Professor's researchers in your deck, like you need to have them immediately ripped in half. It Thanks. is. You need to put some <laughs> Juniper. Put some respect on Juniper's name. All right, she's the one who started it. She's got to finish it. All right. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> technically, on a technical standpoint, it's uh, oh, Bill. Oak. Bill. Oak. Oh, no, Bill's draw too. Was it oh, Oak? Oh, just oh, no, yeah, you're draw right. Draw? It is Oak. Oak did. Yeah, I meant Oak. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the sure. Oak Slayer, man. Yeah, bro, <laughs> or Juniper's where it's at. That's, that's that girl, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's the only reverse hollow I play in expanded. Like, low key, I do get tilted. Like, if I play, like, at Collinsville, I think the first guy I play, he was like, uh, Sycamore. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> do you know where you're at? <laughs> oh, expanded fond, fond memories. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I miss it. I miss, I miss regionals. Period. But we don't have to go into a long uh, sob story. I'll start now. crying. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, the first one back's gonna be insane, man. I don't care. Oh my, I'm not touching nobody, but it will be insane. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Hundred percent. It's I can't wait, but I can't. I mean, but I can't. I feel like it's gonna be the sweatiest, sobbiest Pokemon. <laughs> everyone's just gonna be like, everyone's gonna be stress sweating because they're so excited to see everyone, and then like crying because they haven't seen these people in a long time. It's, oh, yeah. it's just gonna be a gross emotion fest. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be rough. Um, come find me for uh, disposable gloves and. Free mask, by the way. Fat, oh, comes, bro, we better get our we yeah. better we better get our flow TK mask on the market, bro. We better do it. Yo, I'm yeah. about, I'm about that. I was just talking about that. I wanted a I wanted a cutter tap mask, and I just wanted to have the little because uh, we the the um, logo is like a little red ultra ball, so it'd just be the red ultra ball in the middle where your tongue would be. I yeah, that would bro. Be bro, we we gotta do it. But uh, the the collab <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So our interview today, I don't think I mentioned it earlier. It's actually a really special one. I did a one on one with my sister. Um, she goes by this as Max Hunter. She's a Twitch streamer, and uh, we talk a lot of Pokemon on this channel. But I'm also a huge fan of Final Fantasy VII remake. That's part of the reason why I did it by myself is because we went really deep into that. And uh, I know some people here don't really play that game or haven't finished it, so they didn't really want to talk about it. So I just did it myself. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> But it was really awesome. And one of the big reasons why I wanted to get her on, too, is because growing up with her, she was always like a, like a homebody, never really got out, was like extremely introverted and kept to herself. But while she was started streaming and stuff, she's really opened up and become more sociable and it's been insane to see so i wanted to like give props where props was due so she got a slot on the on the old pod and i hope you guys enjoy the episode because i know i did and i know you guys will too so we're gonna throw it over there Five, four, three, two, one. ladies and gentlemen my guest today is a very special guest of mine. I've been wanting to get this person on for since I started the podcast. Um, 
as you all know, we do a lot of Pokemon here, but we also dabble in all the other video games that I enjoy. So this person just recently defeated, defeated or beaten? We'll just go beaten because defeated sounds dumb. Uh, just beaten. <laughs> beaten kind of. Listen. <laughs> beaten Final Fantasy VII Remake. And that's one of my favorite games out right now. Maybe of all time. But uh, this person just started Twitch streaming last year, June sometime. And June 5th. June 5th. And just recently started taking off. And is a avid supporter of this channel because she has to. Um, by blood, this is my sister, and this is Max Hunter. What's going on, Max? How you doing? Hello, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Chilling. Today is my son's birthday. Happy birthday, Levi. Um, Happy birthday, Levi. And uh, I'm really glad to have had you on. So, tell me about this streaming. What got you into streaming? Because, you know, I've known you for 20 seven going on 28 years and you don't seem like the you were never really the social type like that so to see you sit in front of a camera like it's weird for me so what got you into it well it's a funny story it's kind of a long story and i'll try to keep it short uh, um, we got time okay cool when i was living in the house that i'm living now the first time um i, I come out of a really rough spot and so i didn't have i didn't have a computer i didn't have um any sort of like gaming console or anything like that so i, I would watch youtube videos of games i liked and i would watch people record themselves playing them so i got that's when i got really got into bendy and the ink machine and so i started like doodling the the characters from that game and I was working on one that, or I was working on one, and while I was working on one, I was like, you know, I've seen this this game played through on YouTube 3,000 times, so I know the game really well. So, see, let me find somebody on Twitch to watch. Maybe I can help them out. And so I found a dude named Jerbear Gaming. Shout out to Jerbear. Um... <laughs> And I hung out with him and joined his Discord. I had already had Discord because that's how my roommate communicates. Uh, joined his Discord and, and was hanging out. And within his uh, his Discord, I found my friend Casual OBS OBS Casual OBS, who Ca had done the graphics online program. broadcast service. It's short. For it's <laughs> short for casual obs obsession. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. When I yes, when I first saw her uh, her name, I, that's what I thought. I was like, huh, casual I online podcast service or station, whichever one it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, that's, um, that's really funny. So what ended up? I was like, all right, well, she seems really friendly. Let me go hang out with her. And I th I want to say she was playing. She was playing fault. No. You know, she was playing uh, either Elder Scrolls Online or The Last of Us. Fork knife was when I definitely fork knife. Oh, weird. Um, she was playing one of those games, and so I hung out with her once, and I like I really enjoyed hanging out with her. 
Um, and so I came back, and I kept coming back. And I met my my friend Belen there, I met my friend Kat there, and they're all like, you know how you run into those people on the internet that it feels like you've known them your entire life, and like, like one of those friends that just lives down the street, and you can, you know, you know. No, what I'm about. I don't so, actually. <laughs> well, well, shut up. Um, well, they 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 feel like like having gotten to know them and building that rapport, they feel like we we've got that kind of friendship where it feels like you've you've known them forever. Yeah. So like I understand where you're coming from. See, for the listeners who don't know, my sister and I are literally polar opposites. Um oh, yes. So definitely. Max would always be an introverted person who sought after friendship online. Like she would always like be on like online forums. One of her favorite bands, which I'm sure we're gonna get into a little bit more about that, was AFI. And um she would always like talk to people that way while I was always the one who would I'd have to be as physic like the physical connections with people was what how I made my connections. So like meeting people in person was how I did it. And she was always the computer screen. She needed the computer screen, which is fine. I mean, as you know, the day and ages, you know, happen, like that's, you know, more acceptable. I know it was like really weird when we were growing up. Oh, you had online friends. Lame. Now we live by online friends. So I'm more dabbling into that territory. She's like a kind of a mastermind at that territory. If that makes sense. Anyway, that, that makes perfect sense. So anyway, after after getting to know it and whatnot, I was like, this looks like a lot of fun. I want to try it. And instead of being all, well, it's it's really hard. You know, it's not for everybody. I, I don't want to do it. Go for it. So I did. And it would, the first couple of times, my very first stream was Bendy and the Ink Machine, and it was awful. I wish I would have saved that, that VOD. But it was awful, and like, the more the more I got to doing it, the more I really liked it, and so now I'm here. Yeah, that's super cool. You know, I was about to piggyback off of what you said about wishing you had your VOD from your first stream. Uh, I wish I had my VOD, but somebody clipped like 30 seconds of like, like the, um, 30 seconds of my first ever stream. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was so far away from the camera. Like, I wasn't saying anything. And I was just, like, sitting there, you know? Yeah. Uh, I did, uh, there, there were, there's one. I, d I don't have any clips from, like, the very first time ever. Um, but I had, there, I remember there being, I don't know if I went back and deleted them when the whole DMCA thing went down. Um, but I went back. There's there's one. It's newer. Or not newer. Uh-huh. Anyway, basically, like, you could hear all all of the background sounds. The mic sounded like ass. <laughs> I remember that. Because I remember you asking me, you were like, how do I do audio? 
Wait, how do I get the background noises? And I was like, Max, you got to put a gate up. And then like, so like the audio sounds before I even started streaming because I have some, I have some background in that. Uh, I could help you with, but like, you were like helping me with my issues. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to like use apps, Windows. But, but <laughs> let me tell you about your stream that sounds like ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, you seem like you've gotten it taken care of, at least for this podcast. Yeah. I don't know about it on your stream. Yeah, I do. Of course I know. I watch them. But uh, <laughs> no, you've come a long way. Like both of us have really, but you have, and you know, I watched your 24 hour special you had 20 days ago, which by the time this comes out, it'll be like a month and a half ago. Um, but it was on June 5th. Yeah, no. When is this coming out? I dropped two days ago. So the 21st, two weeks from the 21st, 28th. We're not doing math here. That's not important, <laughs> but just like seeing the you know the love that your friends that you've made online like it warms my heart because you know how i've always like i was really rude about trying to get you to make friends in the real world but uh yeah. <laughs> i was like make friends with these people by the way everybody my my sister sucks like don't hang out with <laughs> <laughs> basically oh we got some stories but we're gonna we're gonna keep those in the vault Keep those, yeah, in the let's vault. keep those in the vault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, like back when I was saying, just the connections you've made and like how much love that they show you is has been a uh, it's been incredible. And watching you grow on your stream, I still think you're bigger than I am right now, but that remains to be seen. I could fit an entire one of you inside of me, so definitely bigger. That was kind of weird. That's 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 not what you meant. <laughs> that's not even close. Anyway, <laughs> so so yeah, the the streams are looking good. Like um, the equipment and stuff that you got, we can have a whole podcast talking streaming equipment. But yeah. like the the visuals me, of your stream. Look at that monitor you made me give back. What about the monitor? So let me let me get that monitor you made me give back. Uh, I kind of need it. <laughs> you didn't need it before. You just decided you needed it. You're the that is correct. <laughs> anyway, so what are um other like what are some other games that you are looking into streaming like in the future, possibly? Um. God, this is such a bad question because I never know the answer to it. I just finished um, Final Fantasy VII remake. But you Final fin Fantasy VII remake. I finished. I don't. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Simulacra. What is that? It's a uh, like a decision-based horror game that takes place on entirely on like a like a phone. So you have you the story is you find this phone on your doorstep and it belongs to a girl named Anna and Anna looks like she, from from what you can tell by going through her phone Anna's in danger 
So you're basically trying to figure out where she is, but the phone glitches a bunch and it's creepy and and stuff like that. So you're basically just trying to find her. Oh, word. That does not sound like anything that I would be interested in playing, but I'd watch you play um, it. <laughs> well, I have the second one, and that's probably what I'll be streaming next, is that um, my friend Beelan bought Raft for me. So I don't, I don't know that I'll stream that, but I'll definitely play it. Ah. Uh. Yeah, that's, I mean, definitely check it out. You got people buying you games? Holy smokes, I'm doing it wrong. Scott! <laughs> just kidding. Just, well, just, I mean... I'm just kidding. And they do shit like... They, they do shit like that, because I'll be like, yeah, I totally need to get that game, and then I'll open up Steam, and Steam's like, hey, this person just gifted you this game. It's like, Fuck it. Why? He's gonna buy it. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. And Harper's upset. I'm working on it. Alright, that, that part's gonna get cut out too. So, to segue into that, you just said you've beaten a certain game. What was it called again? Oh yeah. The greatest game of all time. So what did you think about it? Like, level with me here. You have you beat it about a week and a half ago. You've had some time to think about it. I know we talked a little bit about it. But what, so, are, what are you thinking? Um, I on, on a graphics and, like, art level, I really enjoyed what they did with, like, how everything looks. It's a very, very beautiful game, and it's it's really nice to see... Um, just everything up close. It's nice that Cloud wasn't the size of a building when him and Aerith were escaping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I want to go back and I want to, like, do all the side quests. The side quests seemed like filler that probably didn't actually need to be in there. Um... The game, the game itself is 40 hours, so you didn't really technically have to put all that in there. Um, but it's it stayed for the most part. It stayed pretty true to the original story. Um, the Dementors, that that whole thing, that like initially, for much of the game, I had decided that. You know they were they were part of the reunion, which would have made sense. But no, they're whispers, and, and we get into fate and let's do this bullshit. Okay, I'm so mad about the end of that game. I, it was not time for me to fight Sephiroth. This whispers bullshit was bullshit. Barrett didn't need to die. Like Cloud was not president die either. Okay. Bullshit. It was bullshit. So, I I completely understand. I get the complaints. However, I'm on the side of, like, it It makes sense to me. Like, there were some things in there that I was just like, why? What? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. But then I really thought about it, and I was like, 
okay all right that's fine now it's for me it's not really how they did the end of it it's more of like what they do going forward because they've put themselves in a situation where they can a just run it as it is and have like some extra you know content for the video games um mm-hmm. b add some more things that kind of don't really make sense but like eh, it's fine or c they could just fuck the whole thing up like they could do any of those and like for me personally um the reason that like fighting Genova and fighting Sephiroth in that game makes sense is because they wanted to put more, give them a more prominent role since they planned on from the beginning that they were going to end in Midgar. And of course, for all you uh, true believers of Final Fantasy VII, no, you don't fight them. You hear about them for maybe three bars in the whole thing. Yeah, there there's a fit because he sees the headless Genova in the in the like that thing. You, you don't even for real encounter Sephiroth until uh, the ship. He talks about yeah. Sephiroth and Comtown, but you don't see him until yeah he didn't un- become a thing until until the ship. Yeah, and that was in Junin. In the original so it, it like that part makes sense to me um the whispers there's like they like at first they don't really need to be there but at the second like at the second time i'm starting to believe more that barrett's death at barrett's death at that part was only added to make the game mechanics make sense because like, yeah, and there's no the, way to change wi- your party at all in it. And like, if you had that option mm-hmm. to fight Genova, they had to get rid of somebody, and they chose Barrett. And um, then the whispers were there because of that. And like, the whole point of them through that first game was like to make sure everything fell in line. And the whole that's the only reason. And then you destroyed the whispers, so you can do whatever you want. But a lot of people online are saying that the reason that that happened is they're going to save Aerith. And I, we talked about that. I don't think there's no way that they're going to save Aerith because it's not Final Fantasy VII at that point. Which, and that's, and we, we talked about this too. That's the Zach little bit in there. Um, you know, you with that showing up, and no, I definitely think that that's a flashback because number one, Zach has to be dead for Cloud to be who he is, and Aerith has to die for the game to end. Like, the the game cannot do what the game do with an alive. Which I can see. I can see them. I don't think that that scene where Zach shows up and he's walking Cloud back. I could see that being a thing where he is alive, but I could see like an alternate timeline, but that's just to please the crisis core people. I feel like, like Zach was like a really a, was turning into a fan favorite after crisis core came out. And if I mean, they he's a fun dude. Oh yeah. I like, I like Zach. I ain't gonna lie. I think he's sweet. I think he's a good dude, but 
you know, you could you could do that. You could like say, what if this is what could have happened if Zach remained alive? Like, kind of show that, not make it part of the story, but like make it a thing. Like, you see what I'm saying? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I just, I'm just worried that they're getting like that they're going to completely re-alter the entire story. And I don't think that they will because they're going to lose a lot of people after the second game. And they plan on making like three or four of these. So like, I don't, I don't think that's a rabid fan base. (laughs) My new concern is that they're just going to take forever to put all of them out. Oh yeah. I'm going to be like 50 years old. Oh my God. It's final fantasy seven part six. I've been waiting 50 years or however, 30 years for this shit boys. <laughs> I hope not. That'll be terrible. But needless to say, like, at the same time, though, I, I'm excited about it because it gives us something to talk about. If it ran straight and did this, ran the straight and narrow and did what it was supposed to do, we'd be like, okay, all right, part two. We'll forget about it. But here we are. Like, I didn't think I would have to have a conversation or a debate about this game. <laughs> What is the the general consensus? Because I'm sure you've you've kind of put feelers out there way more than I have. Uh, the, what what do what do the OGs think of the game, and all the extra bullshit they added in it, and what they're gonna do with it later? So, what the general consensus of what the people are saying is that they're. Everybody liked it for what I heard. I haven't heard a bad thing about it really. Um, but as far as the story, the pessimistic people think that they're going to completely like fuck it up. And then the optimistic people are like, nah, I don't think so. And then you got the heir to stands who want her to stay alive. But, <laughs> but as we've already discussed multiple times, if she stays alive, it's a completely different, like, it's not, it's not Final Fantasy VII at that point. So, that's really what it's come down to, and I believe that if they do keep her alive, they gotta have some sort of plot twist. So, in my YouTube video I dropped a while back, if she stays alive, somebody's gotta go. I don't know who it is, but I would bet money it'd be Tifa if they killed anybody. If they're going to completely change the story and how any, everything goes. But we talked more about it and not like it has to be that way. Meteor's not getting yeah. summoned if she's not dead. And that's the threat. Sephiroth and a meteor. So, but that like, that that's where, where it's at right now is, and, um, We'll just have to see in 20, what is it? It came out in 2020. So in 2025 or wait, 23 in 2020 or 2043 is when we'll get part two. And then part four will come out after I 
or part yeah part four will come out after i'm deceased so it's fine all right we'll probably never see the end of this game so final fantasy 7 remake was incredible and i'm listening to this podcast in in 2040 uh 2080 um Telco says hello. Wait, what did you just say? Said if you're listening to this podcast in 2080, um, just tell ghost the ghost versions of us. Yeah. How it went. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Go step by my let grave, and tell me, did Aerith die? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, I'm ex- I'm excited for the series overall. Like the game was insane. Like, just the art side of things and the the gameplay and just how it ran. It was just such a good, incredible experience. All those years we talked about what that game would look like, and we finally got to look at it. So definitely met my expectations, and it it was funny because they were they they were. People have been asked for years with the advances in, in modern technology and asking that, well, what would Final Fantasy VII look like if they updated the graphics for it? Um, so then they pulled like the dick move and was like, well, here's the trailer for it, but we're not doing anything. Just kidding. We're doing something. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And I remember it was like back in 2015 when they showed gameplay of it. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> no way. Yes way, bro. Yes way. don't understand why Biggs is alive though. Okay. On that note, we never really saw it like confirmed his death though. And a lot of TV shows in like other games do that. If you don't see the bullet wound or the, or the knife in the heart, if you don't see it, he may be alive. <laughs> and so like, okay. but I don't know why they kept Biggs and not, or yeah, kept Biggs and not Jesse. Like, Come on now. She was a thirsty hoe. You gotta get rid of the thirsty hoe. I think. You don't have to. She was to. a thirsty hoe, though. She was. She was. She was a. She was a character. Man, but that was awesome. I mean, and she, she she was kind of thirsty in like the original game, but it was more of like a side comment kind of thing. Like she was all up on. Cloud's Kool-Aid, like, Cloud, I did this thing just for you, and stuff. But yeah. in the remake, she she all but hopped right up on the D. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. She, uh, she was one of my favorites. I enjoyed her, I'm and sure. I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed all three of them, honestly, because, come on now, when I first played that game, I didn't know how to read. <laughs> I didn't follow the story that well. You knew how to read. You were just really bad at it. Facts. But, uh, no, it's... Hang the cow, hang the cow dog. 
Hey. <laughs> Shout out Hank the Cow Dog. Don't be sleeping on my what, what was he? The 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 sheriff? Or something like that. I don't remember. Them children's books were incredible. I read like one Goosebumps book and like a couple Harry Potter books. That's that's about as far as it goes. I think like the most complicating book I ever read was like the Dr Jurassic Park. Something like that. Yeah, you were proud of that too. Yeah. You also, um, and I don't know if this is still a thing, you finished Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and maintained that that was your favorite book of all time when I am about 98% sure that you only like that because of Backcountry. No, actually, that book was incredible. I'm not going to lie to you. That book was insane. I never finished the movie, I realized. I've watched, like, the same four parts. The movie's incredible. John no, Depp played the I, I started, I watched, or listened, crap, I can't even speak. I read the book because of Backcountry. I'm not going to lie about that. That's the only reason I knew who Hunter S. Thompson was. But after reading the book, the book was insane. I enjoyed it. I would actually wouldn't mind reading it again. It was pretty good. Because it was like, I liked it so much because picturing like everything going on in it, and I know all you like big readers out there, that that's what you do. But like the imagery that I had in my head as I was reading it was really awesome. I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? I don't read much books. I read sports stats and Pokemon articles. <laughs> <laughs> and even then I watch YouTube videos but anyway as I digress the game is incredible that's all that really needs to be said about it um, moving on we want to learn a little bit more about you Max Hunter and how no I was about to say a dumb question never mind Never mind. I was about to be like, how you got to know the floaty cast, but that's stupid. You're my sister. <laughs> you told me that I had to come watch you stream. That's exactly how that happened. Yeah, well, I told I, you. I you, was I was required. As I said in the intro, I was like, you are a supporter of this channel, not by choice, by blood. You didn't choose your brother. You just got it. But, so we talked about your streaming, and, uh... Like I said, and I've reiterated over and over again, I'm really proud of how far you've come with that. Um, but there are some things about you that maybe some people know, but not really. Like, as far as interests and hobbies, you're a very avid drawer, artiste. Artist. No, artiste. I, I'm an artist. I'm an artist, and that is the word that you would use. Not a drawer. <laughs> drawer. Like as after I said drawer, I was like, it's artist. That's why I said yeah. artiste. So how um, you tried you tried to save it, but it did not work. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's, this is the floaty cast. I can say whatever I want and sound how much of a moron I want. But anyway, so yeah, you've been drawing for God, I don't know, twenty five years. Yeah, you've been killing it, give or take. Always. I remember you won an art... Didn't you win an art show one time? With like a... Was it a D-Day um, photo? Or was it the... It was the statue of Iwo Jima. That, that's I right. Think I, I think I won 
think I won a hundred dollars from that. I won some kind of money, but I don't know. I I don't know where. Max, that was like a long time ago. Yeah. That money's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's been gone. It's been spent. If you still had, if you still open it up, that Iwo Jima money, I want to talk about your savings account. But anyway, yeah, you've been. So what? What are some of the big things you like drawing? Faces. Faces. Faces and dragons. And dragons. You don't do I've like. Got a, a, you don't do like cartoony stuff. You just do. Oh wait, no, you do. Uh, you used to do draw a lot of Dragon Ball stuff. I remember that. Yeah. Um. I and I hadn't drawn like anime and things like that in a, in a very long time until I put Doodles as a channel point redemption on my stream, and my friend Cat makes me. Draw anime boys, literally all the time. <laughs> she she's done it. She's done it like three times. Don't let me play. That's all the time. <laughs> Basically, you max out at three, and then at that point, you've just been associated. No matter how long down the road it's been, it's all the time. Mm -hmm. So, um, God, what was I about to say? I forgot what I was about to say. Something about faces. What was the latest face you've done? Mine? No, no chance. You refused to draw me. I started to draw you once, and then I just didn't. Um, the last finished face I have is of Cat. Um, but I've got one that I had been working on of Davey Havoc, and I've got one of another streamer friend that I have named Sam. Davey Havoc? Who's that? Um, the lead singer AFI. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I totally, I totally knew that. <laughs> of course no, I knew but, that. But, uh... I don't, I don't imagine Pokemon players know anything about good music. That's not true. Shut up! That's not Shut true. Up. That is not... No, I'm not even speaking on my behalf. Some of these Pokemon players out here, shout out to all you music listeners, have pretty eclectic... Eclectic? Is that the right word? We're going... We're going yes. Uh, taste in music. It's actually shocking. Not really shocking, you know. Pokemon is a very vast cultural thing. Entity. Community. Family, that's what Pokemon is. But so I'll like I'll be on scrolling on the Twitters and I'll be seeing stuff. I'll be seeing some some bands, like I don't know. Uh, what was some good bands I saw? Uh, there's a dude listening to Dance Gavin Dance and part of that stuff. Um, there was a dude listening to like instrumental things. Uh, Scott Steckley, my, uh, you know, my co-host on here, he listens to, like, some, like, punky stuff, some weird shit, and he's like, bro, you gotta go, like, some, like, old core stuff, and he's like, bro, you gotta make an album about this, and I was like, come on, dog, he's like, what do you need lead guitar stuff, you don't need that, just go with some, some basic chords and just run it up, I'm like, come on, dog, I can't do that. 
I need some form of a technicality. But yeah, no, like all over the place. I don't I don't know about AFI. I haven't really seen any of that, but I'm sure I'm sure there's somebody out there that knows what you're talking about. Greatest band of all time, fight me. What's that? It's the greatest band of all time, fight me. Uh, I don't know about all that, but I mean, if they're worth, you know, camping outside the night before for a shot at front row, I they gotta be something. I just wanted front middle barrier, okay? I was sick for like a month after that. I remember that. I don't know why I'm so sick. You sat outside in the rain. Next. <laughs> but... I, to all my listeners, I don't really care for them. They're not my cup of tea. They've been burned into my mind. I've heard every single song probably seven times. Yeah, a ton. I I don't get down with them. I've even seen them in concert. (laughs) They're on my lineup of bands I've seen in concert. Still no. It's okay, though. That's your thing. How's uh, How's that bass guitar going? Listen, I want to get a. I'm, I'm, I haven't played it as often as I should. Um, I think I picked it up like two or three weeks ago and fiddled on it. I want to. I want to either get an amplifier or like an actual amplifier or one that plugs into my computer. Mixer. Uh, I think what is it? Interface. Uh, interface. Audio interface. Interface. Bam. I think you I think you need an interface more than you need an amp. I really do. Uh it's more compact. It's easier to control the volume so you don't piss anybody off. And it's convenient. You just plug it into your computer, let it sit there, and then you're good to go. I mean, there are some things as to why you would need an amp, but I don't think you would. Not with what you want to do. Um Let me get that let me get that focused right. No chance. I need it. By the way, I need to string my restring both of these guitars so I can use them. Because the best way to record stuff is you got to restring your your guitars up, have new strings to get the clearest sound possible. And if those listening to this podcast, I am not a recording professional. I've recorded four songs, <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fun. But still got a lot of to learn anywho so you also know that this is you know we do as i said earlier focus more on the pokemon side of things so what are some of the things you have i know you're not big into it like your brother is but what are some like of your experiences with the game uh that one time i bodied you yeah that one time you bodied me when you uh made that ptcgo account and just had literally like the starter deck you get from it and then i had like a tier one deck and then just got completely owned by you well no not by you i beat you i beat you (laughs) bad and uh yeah but no so when we first started getting into pokemon way back when we were kids um i had this close friend of mine who had a ton of pokemon cards and like each gave us our first one. I remember, didn't you get like a Growlithe? Wasn't that like your first card you ever got? It was the Charmander. 
I thought I got, I got the Charmander. I got the Charmander. Um, and then Growlithe I got from Jesse's house. The very first time we ever went to Jesse's house when he lived in a... Oh, I City. always thought I got the, the first card I got was a Charmander. I even remember what it looked like. It was just OG Charmander. Yeah. I don't think it had variants then. And then, like, I I, uh, I pulled the, uh, but I did pull the base at Charizard. No cap. That happened. That happened. But what the funny story is, is for Christmas one year when the Game Boy colors were hot, gold and silver were out, um, my our cousin Jesse, my sister and I, we each got Game Boys that year, and Jesse and I were supposed uh, to get uh the the boy colored ones with golden. We each had Pokemon Gold, and then my sister was supposed to get the pink one that came with Tony Hawk Pro Skater on the Game Boy. It was a terrible game. The game sucks so bad. It's awful. <laughs> and so when we opened them up, I opened the pink Game Boy with Tony Hawk and my sister had Pokemon Gold and our mom and dad told us that those were supposed to be swapped over and my sister was like, no chance. This one's mine. <laughs> I didn't want the pink one. No. So, so much. And you got the, and you got gold. So like, they were like, well, y'all can share the game, which we all know how the old games worked. The save file was on the game. I couldn't start my own. <laughs> yeah. It was tragic. And then, I mean, I I ended up finishing the game and whatnot. And, and of course, you could switch games. Oh, it was on the... Okay, I got no, you. No, you couldn't switch games. It was literally... It was literally you. I had to wait. I think it was until my birthday the following year where I got silver. <laughs> and then I could do okay. it. And then, uh, and then Jesse had, uh, blue. And I remember because I remember in gold and silver, the original ones, you couldn't get like Charmander. And I remember being pissed about it. I was like, man, what do you mean I can't catch a Charmander? But he had blue. So we traded it over. I remember that. And then I got Crystal. And then, like, the ship righted itself. But at that very moment, I wanted her... <laughs> I wanted her to give me gold so bad. And she wouldn't do it. Which, at the end of the day, I was the one who got screwed. And she won that one by a landslide. She got the... What color was yours? Wasn't it, like, teal? Yeah, it was like it was like a teal color. Oh, the floaty cast colors. Oh, even better. <laughs> It was insane. I was uh. I, I do. I do remember the parents feeling super bad because they they miswrote the the name on the particular gift, and so they felt so bad because you had opened up a pink one and it's like they they didn't want to make us swap because you know we opened the one that had our name on it. Yeah. And also because I. Was not going to, did not want, did not want the pink one. You tried so <laughs> I, bad. I didn't mind the pink one. It wasn't the pink one I cared about. It was the, it was the game. I was so mad that you had Pokemon and I wanted it <laughs> so bad. But as I've said, it's all, that's the, it's in the past. We've, we've definitely corrected our situation 
tenfold, actually, because now I have the Pokemon games. <laughs> so it's fine. You also you also got the PlayStation Two, and I wanted it. I did. I did. I got. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure the Sega Dreamcast was the last game system you were received. Actually, now that I think about it. It was. And it was both of ours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I After the Game Boy incident, and then we got our Sega Dreamcast, I got all the video game systems. Mm -hmm. I had the PS2, the GameCube, which, I mean, we both played on it, so, like, let's be real here. The, I guess it was the principle of the... Well, you did get a computer before me. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. There we go. But... All right, yeah, I think that'll be about it, though. Um, I'm really glad that you showed up and uh, came and did this podcast with me or this interview. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, it's a nice little... Like I... You know, I keep telling everybody when I talk about this podcast, this podcast is a way for me to connect with people I don't know and a way for me to showcase people that I do know. So it's a, you know, it's an awesome thing that I'm really proud of. And I'm really glad that you came on to the pod to talk about you, your story, and, uh, why you believe that Sephiroth shouldn't have been a boss fight in the greatest game of all time. I stand by that. He should have. But anyway, regardless. Yeah, so the floor is yours at the end. You can do any shout-outs you want to do, uh, any shameless plugs, any what-have-yous and have-nots or whatever you want to do. It's yours, so go ahead. Okay, well, I'm not going to shout myself out because I never do that. But I would like to invite the people that actually listen to this. Shout out to you. Um, go check out my check out my 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 uh, my Twitch fam. Uh, that's twitch.tv forward slash Beelin the Savage. Um. Casual OBS, and then cosplaying underscore cat underscore. Well, if, you're not gonna, cool. if you're not going to, if you're not going to shout out your Twitch page, I will. I never, I never shout myself out. I understand. Well, I will. Go check out. This is Max Hunter. Literally, that is the name. Is it capital T, capital M, and capital H, or is the I capital as well? I'm, they're they're all capital, but. All, uh, all lowercase works too. All right. There you go. This is Max Hunter. Straight up. That's it. You just, this is Max Hunter. Not Max Hunter. Because. Not M X H N T R. None of that. It's, this is Max Hunter. Go check her out on Twitch. She's awesome. Probably one of the best people I know. Aside from my wife and my kids. You're too kind. And um, I'm, yeah. She's she's uh she's growing and her community is pretty awesome. So go check them out. Thanks again, Max Hunter, for coming down. And special yeah. thanks again to this is Max Hunter. I guess she goes by Max Hunter, but her Twitch name is this is Max Hunter. It's fine. Some quick hits before we get into some real real things. Um, I did a live stream over the NHL draft. I'm about to lose my co-host. Uh, the Red Wings didn't get the fourth pick. 
Uh, we all know that. That's fine. And um, yeah, that was about it. That's my quick hit. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> I, like piggy- I don't know nothing about hockey. <laughs> to piggyback off that, I told. I told Scott, I was like, Scott, I'm going to incorporate hockey into my stream. He's like, bro, nobody's going to pay attention. What happened, Scott? Go ahead. I mean, nobody paid attention. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) No, he got a lot of people hyped for hockey. As a matter of fact, that same day that I was like, yo, nobody's going to watch this if it's about hockey. uh, He had like three or four people come in. 20 i mean he had like a lot of people raid in and then like that's all they talked about i was like yo when did this turn into a hockey hockey (laughs) listen man if you you love something and you talk about it and you're passionate about it other people you know i'm saying might pop out to that yeah It, it was pretty awesome so shout out to my hockey nerds who showed up um but here we go so some things have been going on in the community and I've mentioned this and I've mentioned this and Scott's mentioned this and Hunter shouted us out. We are a community or Flow TK is a community about bringing people together, bringing awareness to mental illnesses and we support our veterans too, but we want to build a family more than anything like with all you guys and some of the stuff that's been going on in that I've been seeing on Twitter, like in the news feeds and so on and so forth have been really, uh, disturbing. And one of the first topics I really want to bring up and this, this kind of, uh, hits home to me the most is suicide. Um, I saw on Twitter that a famous or a big time, uh, world of Warcraft Twitch streamer, committed suicide the other day, which brought the gaming community up in a spiral. And uh, personally for me, as far as him, I don't know him that well. I didn't watch, I don't follow World of Warcraft like that. My condolences goes out to him and his family and all his friends for sure. But that being said, suicide is nothing to fuck with. Like I'll just sit here and, you know, I'll take my, content creation persona off real quick. And I'm going to talk to you guys as Steven Maxlow. And when I was in the military, I was a medical for the Marine Corps. And we, I saw a lot of that. Matter of fact, I prevented three guys from committing suicide. And I've also witnessed two. And I also had my own demons as well, but just, I challenge any of you guys who are sitting here going through any kind of issue and you think the next day you won't make it the next day, you can. And if you need to reach out to anybody, my DMs are open. Scott's DMs are open. And just find something. Like, it can be anything. I know one thing that really got to me when I was at my wit's end with everything was I followed the Nashville Predators. They went on a Stanley Cup Finals run. And that's what kept me going until I met my wife. And then I had kids. And now those are the things that keep me going. And now this channel keeps me going every day. So I challenge you, at the very least, to find that one thing that you can get excited about. Whether it's a special event, a friend of yours you want to see every day, or whatever. There's something out there for you. I believe it. And 
Yeah, Scott, I know you had something to say about that too. Yeah, so uh, a lot of people, I mean, you should know this by now. Uh, Float2K um, Float is founded um, in part due to some some internal struggles that I had, right? And for me, finding uh, gaming in general uh, is what kind of helped me through, which is why I give back so wholeheartedly um, to the community. Um, and I, I've kind of made it my focus to be there when somebody needs something, um, because that's that's what this is all about. Um, from a personal standpoint, uh, a lot of people, when they get to that level, think that, you know, nobody will miss me. Um, it won't matter. Um, and 100% that's not true. Um, you don't know the impact that you've had on people's lives until you suddenly disappear from it. So keep keep that in mind, right? If nothing else, like a, a lot of times it comes down to that final moment, right? And you may not have anything that you could think of. Just, just think about the damage that you do to other people if you were to disappear. And that may drive you to seek help, you know? Like, And as far as like help goes, like I'm a big big advocate of the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Um, I used to hand out the phone number like at events and stuff like that just because you never know what people are going through. So if you haven't heard it already, um, it's 1-800-273-8255. And I mean, that place is just, it's designed to help you in whatever your case may be, whatever you may need, right? They have outlets to give you local help. They have emergency responders. They have people that just talk. You don't even need to be at that moment to call them. If you just start having some sort of bad thoughts, I mean, they can help you out there too. Um, it's a great resource. It's honestly um, one of the best resources that's out there, um, which is why I support it so heavily. Um, so just please, like Maxwell said, if, if you need anything, please reach out to somebody. If that somebody happens to be uh, me or him, then so be it. If it's if it's that hotline, so be it. If it's you know a person randomly on the street, like a lot of times talking to a complete stranger can help. You know, just because they will never see you again. Like just reach out to somebody. Um, I promise, if nothing else, you will be missed. So don't let it come to that. You got yeah, definitely. Like yeah, for sure. Like definitely what you said. Like it kind of like hit home for me because uh, I think I spoke about this on the podcast that I had I had been on house arrest I had been on probation and my family you know was shunning me kind of just not really giving me the emotional support I needed to get through a construct like being on house arrest or probation or even when I was in jail you know my my parents and all were always like you're going to be the one who goes to college I had all these high expectations I make a big mistake and I start thinking like oh my goodness like I'm uh, I'm never going to be able to make a name for myself. I'm never going to be able to do anything for myself, you know, and you start, you know, looking inward and you're not finding the answers that you want. But I will tell you from experience and what uh, Steven said about finding something you like or even a routine, which was something I learned from a, a psych, I think it was a psych, either a psychiatrist or psychologist, whatever, whoever they sent me to while I was on house arrest or probation, I think it was both. But had said you just need a routine every day and if you complete those tasks every day you'll feel like you're accomplishing something instead of 
you know, laying in your bed and, you know, feeling, I don't know how everybody else feels when they get depressed, but I'm the bed type. I like to just lay in my bed and not do nothing, watch shows, like just nothing productive. And so as soon as I got a workout regimen, I started eating good food and taking out time, even for reflection, like 20 minutes a day to reflect on like what happened today. Or, you know, at that time I was reflecting all the time about, you know, the mistake I made and what can I do to better myself? And there's always, there's always something. And the second that you start feeling like there's nothing, then that's the time to reach out to someone like your friends, your parents, whoever you feel most comfortable with. Don't reach out to someone who like, you're not going to be able to give your heart out to, you know, because when you're in that state, you're really soft and broken and you need someone there to be strong for you so that you can, so you can let them know how you feel and they can help you. Whereas if it, if it's someone you don't really know, it's going to be hard to open up. So like, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely with Steven that finding something, even if it's just the littlest, stupidest thing, like going to play basketball outside for 30 minutes or doing your laundry, like looking at your clothes, whatever it may be, whatever gives you that umph to keep going, just try and find that. Don't, don't give up and keep looking for something. And, and that, that routine really helps. Like I would never have uh, imagined how much, Waking up at a decent hour, making your bed, eating something good, and going for a run can change your mood for the whole day. I would have never – 20-year-old Hunter would have been like, that's bullshit. Like, yeah. that doesn't do anything for you. Like, you're, that's not going to make me feel happy that I drink more water and I go get sunlight and I make my bed and, you know, I, like, do productive things. But let me tell you, it keeps your mind off of all that other stuff and keeps your mind focused on the now, which is the best thing you can do when you're going through something like that is just – Focus on the now. Don't focus on the past. Don't focus on the future. Just focus on what you can do in that day and just keep on going. And that, obviously, that phone number, huge, huge, huge success. And I, I forget how long ago that was created, but what a great invention for a phone call service to where if you really have no one to talk to, like, there's someone there that will know exactly what to say. For sure. Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot. Um, it's helped a lot of people. And RIP to RIP to Broski. I didn't really know. I didn't know him or his channel, but I did know Etika and some of the other streamers that you know have in the past you know committed suicide. And see, it's awful for the gaming community. You know, my heart goes out to those families and hope that one day, if they can, you know, get some closure because I know that's the hardest thing. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, yeah, it's a lot. It really is. It's, it's sometimes it's the hardest thing to talk about, but it's the most necessary thing you need to talk about because another thing I want to challenge you, uh, you listeners to is just take the time, like ask somebody how their day is going, you know, that can, that can change a lot too. You know, that can, somebody out there just checking on somebody can go a long way. Cause like Scott said earlier, you don't know what people are going through. And I mean, that's why he, pass that number out to everybody just in case so just say hi to somebody do what you gotta do like and at least to my next point of something that last topic is sad this one pisses me off by no means and that's the other bad thing that i've been seeing on twitter a lot and not just with what's going on here in the pokemon community but in the gaming community as whole i know super smash bros just got ate up with this shit and that's sexual assault. And look, I'm going to go on a little rant. 
had to write up a rant because if I were to just do this off the top of my head, it would have been the most. Anyway, I wrote it up and I'm not going to get on here and I'm not going to be the woman's advocate like some dudes are or whatever. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be a parent. I am a, I am a father of a two-year-old little girl and a father of a 10-year-old boy. And the fact that these things go on now scares me for them in the future. If we don't make a change now, that's telling me that I have to look my daughter in the eyes and go, you can't do this. There's monsters out there. And I don't want that. The day I have to do that is the day I give up on humanity. And I, I don't. So reading these things sicken me and it just, it needs to stop. Like it, do what you got to do. Just leave that shit out of here. Like I got so much to say and I don't want to just ramble and get overly pissed off. So I'm going to just leave it at that. Like we have to be better as human beings. Everybody is equal and we have to be better as human beings where this isn't a thing. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to let Scott and Hunter take this one away. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> All right. I mean, he pretty much said it like hit the nail on the head. I mean, we, we just have to get, we just have to get better. We can't, we can't allow stuff like this to happen. And when it does happen, we do need to be held accountable um, as humans. Um, now, aside from that, the only thing that I have to put out is uh, there's two organizations that I know of. Um, and I feel like I sound like an advertisement right now, but it, I think it's necessary to put. It's a good advertisement. Don't feel like an advertisement. It's a good advertisement. Yeah, bro, you're fine. Exists out there for a reason, and um, I really appreciate them. Um, but with that being said, there's two organizations that I am really fond of. Um, one is Rain. That's um, R A I N N dot org, um, and it's it's www.rain.org. Um, it's the nation's largest anti-sexual violence organization. Um, so they have a phone number, they have a website, just they have all sorts of resources. Um, if you have been a victim or you think that you have been, or you know, just reach out to them, they could definitely help you. Uh, their phone number is 1-800-656-HOPE. Um, and if you're from the new school and you don't know how to spell things out on their phone, that's um, 1-800-656 four six seven three um so make sure to utilize them if you need to um and this one's big for me coming from orlando coming from florida um being a male um a lot of people just overlook when males bring forth stuff because you're a guy you know it can't happen to you kind of that sort of mindset um so this organization is another big one it's uh one in six dot org so the number one I and the number six.org. And it's the same thing, resources, um, stuff like that, but it's specifically geared, to, geared, to, geared towards men. Um, so it can happen on both sides. It, it's, it's like Stephen said, it's we're all equal. We all need to get better in general. Um, just the resources are out there if you need help, guys. Just please seek help. Don't, don't let it get to you. Um, on a mental level, it's it's not your fault, um, and that's all I have to say about that. It's not even like just in the gaming community too. Like it's like becoming a forefront, at least 
for the past two years, like on a political scale with like Jeffrey Epstein and then like Trump and Biden and all their, you know, wacky kooky stuff. It's just like America. I mean, as I guess not even America, the world in general, you know, this is a, you know, rape and sexual harassment has been a crime since like the dawn of time. You know, this is something that has just gone on and on and on. And before there wasn't these huge resources like back way back in the day, you know, like 15, 1600s, I'm sure that, you know, it was just a girl crying wolf and they never got like any help. So I, I mean, the best, the best thing you can do is speak up and reach out to these places that Scott mentioned. I'm sure there are hundreds of other avenues as well. Just, you know, these two things like the suicide and the sexual harassment and rape kind of like go hand in hand, you know, when there's one, there possibly could be the other, you know, especially with depression and that type of things. And, you know, you just need to make sure that if this happens, that you take care of yourself the right way and don't bottle everything up. The best thing you can do is if, even if it's not speak out publicly, but speak to somebody, you know, so that you can get that off. I've, like I said, I've, I've never been a victim of it. So I have absolutely no, no gauge or uh, of any idea what it would like to have that done to me. So I'm not going to speak on any level on something like that. But what I can say is like, get all the help you can, that you can get because you deserve it. And it, it wasn't your fault. I know that's like one of the biggest things that sexual harassment victims, it's like they think somehow deep down that they have this inch that, oh, I did something, blah, blah, blah. And then they feel guilty. It's like, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. So hopefully as we broaden in 2020 and more, we can get these political figures out of here that yeah. have these sort of things going on and we can get some justice for the people that deserve it. Facts. Uh, one, one thing I will say, and I'll leave it at this, is um, if you do see something happen that doesn't feel right, like as a bystander to, if you see sexual harassment or sexual assault going on, Say something to that person. Prevent it. Do what you can to prevent it. You could save a life that way, essentially. But that being said, on a positive note, and I'm really excited. I don't even know if I want to say it. I, I, I don't know. Scott, do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? Or do you want Hunter to so, say it? So check this out. Uh, Flow TK. The shit flip, bro. <laughs> and Cremy Lad uh, jointly coming together as we do for the podcast, to bring something positive to the Pokemon community. And that is the Life is Just a Game charity tournament. The idea is to get 16 of the top players in the community to pick a charity and play it out with every bit of donation, every bit of proceed that we get, every bit of anything. Uh, during that weekend, to go to whatever the winner's charity is. Um, I'm super excited for it. Uh, it is probably one of the coolest ideas that has ever been brought to me. So I'm, I'm super stoked to be uh, helping out with it. And uh, I mean, I don't want to leak any of the players, but so I'll just let them come forth and uh, get excited for it on their own. But just be on the lookout. It's happening August. 8th and 9th? Yes. I get that date right that Saturday and Sunday, right? August 8th and 9th that happening. Is... So it's still in this format. Um, so, you know, with this many good players, it's probably going to be meta-defining. 
which is on the back burner to the idea that we are going to be providing a lot of help for a uh, good cause somewhere and just bring forth something that, you know, I feel like we need in this time. So. Some positive vibes. Uh, uh, a tournament the for... vibes. The vibes are down with Corona, man, and everything going on. The vibes are down. We definitely, definitely good on y'all for trying to do something positive in a time that is taking away more than it's giving, honestly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought about that tournament like off the cuff while I was pushing carts at work. I was like, yo, Scott, you should run an invitational. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, charity invitational. Right now. He's like, right now I'm doing the scythe open. I'm like, right now, bro. Just, just run it. And then it was like, should we invite like top players or make it open? Bro, we should totally invite top players. Should we invite Hunter Butler? Yes. Are you playing in it, Hunter <laughs> Butler? Are you playing? <laughs> I, I guess I guess we're gonna leak one player. Yeah, I, I am gonna be playing it. And it's funny that Scott, before we got on the phone call, he was talking. I he has said something about picking your own charity, which I didn't know. I thought we were just picking one charity, and the winner was just gonna give it to all that. But I guess he told me that we were gonna pick our own. So I am super, super, super that if I win, uh, Scott already named it, but I would be giving my money to the World uh, World Wildlife foundation of wwf so if i if i win that's where my money's going going to the endangered animals you know i wasn't honestly i was gonna keep you on the wraps i wasn't gonna leak you but you're on the podcast bro like if i don't get your voice saying it like i'm a leak bro i'm a leak so there's one down we got 15 more to go i will there's there's 15 top players and then one hunter butler so that's all you gotta know you know what i'm saying so i will say this though I'll leak another one. I'm not going to say their name. It's going to be one of our team members, too. Well, our pro team members. That's uh, it's Jeff Chris. Oh, yeah. yeah you okay. Guys it's... Know. <laughs> you can't back out now. He's under contract in order to play. It's signed in Crayola, just like we do at Flow TK. That's right. Um, so it's Jeff Chris. They're about to ball out for the charity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We can't get the ballpoint pens for this charity, bro. He's got to write it in crayon. But uh, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Chris will be playing in it. So there's two. We'll announce the rest of them as we get closer. And then also times two. That's really important. We're going to hammer down some times as well. Um, but I am super excited for this tournament. By the time this is out, this, this episode comes out, uh, there will be a YouTube video that comes out me explaining it more in detail talking about the life is just a game charity event so all you people who've been seeing these life is just a game posts that's what this is it's probably gonna with be the eyes. with the <laughs> eyes bro <laughs> bro i tweeted that out last night and scott was like why we're announcing it tomorrow i was like bro it's a teaser come on <laughs> what? I gotta say, I sh- I shared it on my page man i put it out there i know <laughs> i was like i was like come on just okay <laughs> But yo, I'm going to be honest, I don't know who came up with the name, but the name is so dope because life is just a game. Like, swear to God, like, uh, you literally punch in just as quick as you're gone. Like, you're here and then you're not here. The FlowTK slogan is life is just a game. Play it one card at a time. Damn, I didn't even know y'all had a slogan. I'm going to get that. You going to get it tatted, bro? 
I'm gonna say I might have to get that title. That's a good. That's that's a, that's a good. You know, when you hear like a good. When you hear a good slogan, you're like, yeah. damn, I can see that on me. I can wear that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the flow TK, uh, flow TK and flow TCast slogan because well, we go hand in hand. That's beautiful, man. Life life is a game, man. That's for sure. And that goes out to all y'all that are taking life too seriously, man. Life's just a game. You know what I'm saying? Just don't take it too seriously. Hell yeah, man. All right, well we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, some quick hits though. Other quick hits other than the Red Wings. As you guys know, I still stream Monday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday, and Sunday. So you can check me out there. I'm still working on what kind of YouTube content I can do. So other than this video announcing this thing, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some creativity. I don't want to do just deck profiles. Like there's so many people who just do ptcgo deck profiles and it's like especially now when there's hardly any meta it's hard to do so we're gonna figure something out don't worry uh scott you got anything going on until we see these guys again uh nope just make sure to check out uh maxlow on twitch uh twitch.tv slash blowsycast and also crammy lad uh mark daly he's he's uh still doing it up too so make sure to Check him out. He's our normal other co-host. Um, check out. Go get the merch, man. Yo, go get the oh, fucking oh, merch. merch. Get the go get the fucking merch, man. You heard it here first. If I if I don't yeah. send some floaty cast drip, man, you ain't got no drip, bro, right? Bro, so go what get. You gonna, what you gonna do when we return to regionals and literally there's a thousand? 1,500 people there, and they're all wearing the same floaty cast shirt, bro. I'll be like, bro, this so looks like a military crazy. right now. Hey, if they all put Hunter 5 in the comments, then it looks like Hunter's going to have 1,500 dice. Swear to God, y'all better put Hunter 5 in the comment when y'all get that, when y'all go get that, for real. Hunter, H-U-N-T-E-R, the number 5, bro. Put it in there. Bro, hell yeah, for sure. Hunter, what you got going on? I know you're bored as hell, bro. <laughs> I got school going on, so uh, but uh, you can find me at Facebook because I ain't got a Twitter because I'm not into that. So <laughs> if you're on Facebook, you know where to find me. It's my first and last name. Uh, you can go find my articles at Cutter Tap. I also work with Bear Candy. I haven't put anything out yet because all the videos I was going to be doing, meta discussions and tournament reports and stuff like that, uh, there's nothing going on, so I haven't been able to start yet. So stay tuned. The rare king stuff will come it's, at some point when we get back to normal. But uh, just stay safe, uh, stay healthy, and uh, hopefully we get a Pokemon season this year. So yeah. we're just going to pray for that. For sure. Uh, thanks again for uh, being a fill-in for tonight, man. And uh, thanks to you to all the listeners. One quick shout-out before we go. Uh, last week's set, or last episode was the highest downloaded episode ever. It surpassed hunter's Ooh. episode sorry bro you had the top spot now you're second place it's, it's First, fine man i ain't worried about the clout man <laughs> we, we grow in here and i really appreciate the love so on that note we love you guys stay safe we'll see y'all next time peace, peace.